Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. Now you were listening to Crowder. Happy day. And what a happy day it is indeed. Because this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, what's the uh, what's a children's song I had on my mind this morning? Uh, uh, shoot. Uh, how's it go? Um Oh, I was thinking that Crowder song, now it messed me up. It was, um, <laughs> I might as well be, give God the glory, glory, children of the Lord. How's it go? I don't know. My eyes went blank on me. Anyways, it was on my mind when I woke up this morning. Now, this is that Crowder song. I got all into it and forgot what I was going to sing now. But uh, anyway, <laughs> appreciate all y'all watching this morning. And glad we can come together and celebrate uh, with the Lord this morning. And uh, let's see here. Uh, here we go. Let's see. We've got... Uh, uh, Miss Nancy Tyree, Angel Dixon, we have uh, Brandy Boyd Young, Joyce Garland, Amy Harden, Amy Turner, uh, let's see, Jennifer Honeycutt, missed your church yesterday, young lady, Sheila Sanders, Jennifer Williams, uh, she said, um, wanted to, I wanted all of those on one message, not sure what happened. Oh, oh, let's see, I, was she, uh, commented there that's what she's talking about okay no problem miss miss williams mrs williams uh let's see here i got christy Allis, michelle harris miss mousy about ran her over in the parking lot yesterday <laughs> so dad had me i was almost home yesterday dad called said i need pictures from the uh from the church where he's, at, he's doing that ceremony at boone's creek well, I took off flying back over. He's like, you know, my dad, if you know my dad, he's very impatient. <laughs> and he, when he wants something, he wants it right then. So I was trying to fly, get around uh, Boone's Creek School there to get those to him. About ran over poor Mousy and her brother. <laughs> so sorry about that. And then, and then when I get around the corner, a lot of people going the wrong way. It's a one-way, you know, cars parked towards the road people going the wrong way up a one-way street i was like what is going on and finally dad saw me come out and got him but i was i was getting very stressed <laughs> so <laughs> uh but anyway so at least he got the pic and then to top that off i got in those pictures and i got a message that said uh, your dad's really upset that somebody stole his pictures i thought oh no and uh uh and so i called him real quick and i was like hey do i need to come up or what's going on you know he said, oh, it's all good, it's all good. He said, they, they, they found the pictures, said this woman thought they were going to be destroyed, so she grabbed them, and uh, so it all worked out. But I think that's what, that's the woman that missed it. Well, it was, it was um, uh, Sheila Sanders that uh, messaged me. Mine went blank on me. Uh, and uh, said she thought it was an honest mistake, and it was, because uh, they, they were giving away a lot of, uh, memorabilia and things we wanted to keep for uh, keepsake so it was, it was an honest mistake uh, but uh, uh, so he uh, got his pictures back so I was glad to, uh, glad to hear that and what I saw on Facebook and the news looks like it was a good turnout yesterday and uh, I think it was a very emotional time for a lot of people and uh, but I didn't go to school there so I, I just didn't feel the need to feel the need to stay and uh, and, and and be a part of that uh, uh, event. So, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance this morning. And uh, like I say every morning, we stand for the flag and we kneel for the cross, something our society and young people need to learn. So let us... 
do this, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Apologize, my friends. Got a little choked up saying that this morning. It's just... Um, uh, maybe just the way I was raised, uh, to have that, uh, patriotic spirit and, uh, love for our country and to, uh, see its decline and the push for socialism, uh, is just, uh, it breaks my heart. It really does. You know, I was born in 1972. You know, I, I, whenever time I have to do something on the internet, I feel like I'm spinning the wheel and wheel of fortune to get to my birthday, you know, when I'm getting older. But uh, 1976, uh, I was only four years old, but it is so odd how I remember it so distinctly. And maybe it's because, and I remember my, I went in 1976, that was the bicentennial year. Uh, of course, I remember my, even at four years old, my dad said, uh, you need to really remember this. And uh, maybe I made a real special effort uh, to remember it. And it was uh, a neat experience to have lived through. Uh, and the excitement uh, and the the love for the country that so many had, and of course I wasn't uh, seventy six wasn't too far from uh, Vietnam uh, anyway. But um, uh, there's a real uh, spirit of love, and uh, I hate to see that there's so many who want to burn our flag and uh, they want to change our uh, uh, national anthem. Uh, the you know it's just uh, the hatred for our military and for our police and it's just uh, it's nauseating it really is to see so many and I think a lot of it's the lack of education on our history uh, that's not being taught in schools and uh, you know I, I feel bad when I say stuff like it because we got I have a teacher watching this morning so I I don't want her to think that I'm I'm putting out teachers but uh, you know but there, there's a lot of areas that uh, is just not being taught in, in some of our public school system. But it is, um, it's heartbreaking, it really is. I was just like this morning, I was watching uh, old Biden on there and said, uh, you want to go to the border? Well, I'll eventually get there, he said. You know, it's amazing, you know, they how they condemn Trump at every turn, but he gets a free pass on everything. I was just, it's just unbelievable. And, uh, you know, our, our infrastructure cannot handle uh, the amount of individuals funneling into our country, if nothing else. It's going to bring us down economically. Uh, we, we can't even sustain the people we've got. Those children living in poverty right here in our own area uh, that need help. Uh, people living in their cars. So I don't know how they think they're going to maintain these millions that are wanting to come, are pushing their way in. Uh, and um, not to mention the security risk. Uh, you know, terrorists coming in. Uh, anything in the world could happen. Uh, There's a reason why we have to have keep our borders secure. And people need to come here the right way, not illegally. But uh, for me to say such things uh, to the liberal mind is atrocious. But um, I have great love and respect for our flag. And I think, uh, I think about all those men and women uh, who are serving, who have served, those who have fought and died for this wonderful country, for us to have these beautiful freedoms that we get to enjoy. 
and uh, to see that disrespect and to see uh, that that hatred and the freedoms being removed, uh, it's uh, it, it really is heartbreaking. It really is, and uh, sad as so many take it for granted. It really does. But uh, so sorry, little uh, whoops, hit the wrong button. A little emotional this morning. I just eat some chocolate and cookie dough and uh, crawl back into bed. <laughs> So, and all will be well. All right. Well, let's go ahead and look at our, our verse this morning. Proverbs 18.1. He who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. All right. Now, uh, of course, you know, I primarily study out English Standard Version, so I'm going to read it. It's really not much different. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. So, uh, it's pretty much the same uh, wording uh, as, as this version here. You know, um, you know. This morning, you see. I mean, I, there's quite a few watching. I, I only see those who've commented uh, this morning, and I appreciate those comments. But if you look on here this morning, it's predominantly women, which you know uh, have no problem with whatsoever, uh, and uh, have no problem with women. I'm not, I'm not a misogynist. If you look up the definition of misogyny, it's a it's a hatred for women, and then we see the uh, antithesis to that, uh, misandry, is a hatred for men, and uh, uh, that term misandry is actually. Um, got me in, into Facebook jail, believe it or not, uh, because I have said that uh, uh, often I think that our society demonstrates more uh, misandry than misogyny, and that, uh, for whatever reason, uh, offended the sensibilities of the powers that be, and I uh, was reported and was uh, put in Facebook jail <laughs> for, for writing that. It's been a little while back. There's been nothing recent. And... Uh, this morning's message, I guess, maybe pertains a little more to men than women. But, you know, when it, my point is, you know, seeing you, you you, ladies watching this morning, if you notice, and Fountain Life Bible Church is probably the exception to the rule, uh, but most churches are predominantly women. And, uh, and some people may say, well, why is that? A lot of men see Christianity, see churches as effeminate. And uh, they don't have a lot of interest in church. And a lot of times you have effeminate pastors. I'll be honest with you. And, uh, you know, uh, when I see some of these uh, younger pastors and their skinny jeans and uh, uh, <laughs> just, you know, I just it, it, it turns me off. I'll just be honest with you. It don't do much for me at all. And uh, what do you call the, um, there's a term for these um, uh what do you call them? The um, oh, what's the matter with me this morning? Um, help me out here, guys. What, what do you call these? Uh, it's like the suburban. Ah, um, uh, uh, you know, you know. Hey, my mind's well. Anyway, you get my point. Let's just go on. But anyway, uh, that's one reason why you don't see a lot of men at church. They don't. They don't find that it's very masculine. And I think that's why one reason that uh, hipster. Thank you, Brandy Boyd Young. Have, uh, she is a very helpful young lady, even though she stalks me every morning. She's right here in the house. Her, she's in my driveway every time I come home. Well, I'll tell you, but she's a good help. So, but, uh, yeah, you have these hipster preachers out there, and, and it bugs me when you see these hipsters like that out there. And it bugs me 
uh, when um, uh, they have no education, not even a, a semester of seminary. Now, I'm not saying that you uh, that God can't appoint uh, someone to be a preacher uh, without an education. I have a great grandfather who who never went to seminary and was a, a, a Baptist pa- pastor. So I'm not putting that down. But you know, at the same time, you know, you want somebody that in there that's um, uh, had some, had some education. Uh, it's, to me, it's like going to a doctor who never went to medical school and decided one day he wanted to be a doctor and getting diagnosis. Uh, you know, that's just kind of how I look at it. Because it's very easy to misunderstand or misinterpret scripture. And just because I went to seminary, I don't mean I'm perfect, you know, but uh, by no stretch of imagination. But uh, uh, but I feel like there's, that's one reason why you don't get a lot of meat uh, in, uh, uh, in some of these churches. And so, you know, I think that's one reason why you don't see a lot of men there. And one reason why I bring that out uh, in Proverbs 18, 1 in particular, and this doesn't need to be specifically towards men, this, you know, there's women this could apply to, and this may be applying to, to some of you ladies this morning. I don't know. But there's a lot of people out there who have a disconnect. Uh, a lot of men in particular, uh, they have a disconnect. They, they don't really, you know, a lot of men, when I do a lot of counseling, uh, particularly marital counseling, men are not good with expressing their feelings. Some are, you know, uh, but uh, predominantly most men aren't. Most men aren't good with saying, I love you. Most men aren't good with compliments or, you know, telling uh, you ladies, hey, I, I saw you see that you done something different with your hair. You know, you look pretty today. I love your outfit and I love you and come up and give a hug. And, you know, some people, you know, there's a lot of men out there, they, they just, they never grew up uh, with uh, with physical interactions. See, my family's always feely, touchy, huggy people, you know, so that's kind of how I grew up with a lot of men having. So a lot of men, uh, they're, uh, they think by working hard, providing for their family, that's they, that's how they express their love. So they don't verbally say it, but they think by their actions. And, and it hurts a lot of marriages because a lot of women need to hear those words, I love you. You know, they need to have that attention. You look nice today. You look pretty. But it's hard for a lot of men to communicate. You know, that, that's a big part of a relationship is communication. My problem is I don't know when to shut up. So... <laughs> So, not a real big problem with communication in this house, but uh, but likewise, husbands need to hear that too. You know, you ladies need to tell your your man that he looks strong today and he's handsome and, and he's the smartest and the brightest. You know, uh, but uh, like my wife here today, she's being sweet to me. Says she's proud of me. And, you know, and that, uh, that that goes a long way. It really does. But a lot of men, they um, they they have that disconnect. That's kind of what we're getting at this morning here. Is that uh, uh, they're not good with feeling, sharing their emotions, and a lot of times uh, they they will, uh, will will funnel that and maybe into areas that they shouldn't, maybe like pornography or something. Uh, there, there's there's a lot of men who's got a problem with that, and a lot of women too, believe it or not, uh, have that uh, that problem. Uh, there's affairs that are that sometimes happen. They immerse themselves in work or sports or hobbies or. Uh, you know, to deal with life's pain. They, um, in fact, uh, in one thing I was reading here this morning says, unfortunately, these di- diversions are exactly that diversions. Uh, men are are not progressing personally, spiritually, or relationally. Have reached this sad state because they do not risk connecting on an honest level with other men. But we need to men relating to other men is right where God wants us to wants us to be now. 
and it's you know, and that's true. You know, I think it's important for men to relate to other men. And, and there's, I, I worry about our our young boys. Uh, I don't know how many of you women have have sons or may not have any, but uh, I, I you know I, I'm all for. Uh, encouraging our children, male or female. You know, I'm all for it. It's like my daughter. I tell her, you can do anything you want to do. If you want to be president, you can be president. If you want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut. I try to teach her to be self-sufficient. I said, I want you to be able to do these things, and so you don't have to depend on anybody. Now, my daughter is very girly, <laughs> and I try to teach her how to check the oil the other day. I get kind of tickled at her. She, I told her, I said, showed her how to pop the hood. And, uh, I, and I said, I open up the hood. She's like, Daddy, the hood's so heavy. I said, you can do it. I said, you're not weak. I said, come on now. She gets that hood up. She, what do I do now? I said, put the, put the rod up, hold the hood up. And she just had her nails done. And so I said, I check the oil. And she's like, where's the oil? And so I, I showed her that she's going like this with her nails, so she don't mess her nails up. And she's like, what do I do now? So I try to show her how to change the oil, but she needs to know these things. I said, next thing we want to work on is how to change a tire by yourself. You know, there's just, you know, things that she needs to learn. And so I, I'm all for encouraging our young ladies. But with that said, I think we were, uh, there has been a detriment to our young boys because if you notice in television, movies it's all promoting uh girls and how they can do anything and that they are uh are powerful women which which there is truth in that all right you know god's word uplifts women and women are are beautiful and wonderful uh creations that god has made so i'm not putting that down but there's a problem because little boys that's all they're seeing is this push for uh uh, the the strong female and little boys are, are told don't be rambunctious you need to act more like the little girls and and you know they're not encouraged a whole lot in fact they've even proven uh the way the the school system is set up uh that really it's geared more towards the learning how how girls think as opposed to how boys they, they're a little different in how they they view maybe mathematics or grammar or different things and but you know so they're they sometimes boys struggle they want to tame little boys from being rambunctious. Let them be little boys. Let them be a little rambunctious. But, uh, you know, I think we need to encourage our sons uh, to, uh, uh, to to know that they can accomplish anything, and that they are strong, and to raise them up spiritually in the church. And as a result, you know, men need to have, you know, that's one thing we were having there for a while is that men's prayer breakfast. And it's important for men to, to interact and have that connection with other men. And unfortunately, it just got to the point, um, you know, if, if for a time it was it was doing well. But then it got to where it was filtering less and less and less. I think people just didn't like getting up at four in the morning and, and going to breakfast. I don't know about some of you all. It's hard for me to eat breakfast really early. It just, it just don't, doesn't agree with me. And, you know, by looking at me, you would say, yeah, right. But uh, it doesn't. But, uh, but we have to be very careful. We look at this, whether it's man or woman. When it says here, and again, I'm looking at my monitor over here. Y'all can't see it. He who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. And, you know, you know, man. In other words, this scripture is referring to a man who seeks selfish gratification and accepts advice from no one. And that's not a good thing. You know, we've got to make sure that uh, we are going to God in prayer. We're seeking out His wisdom. Uh, that we are uh, having accountability partners. And the reason why I say accountability partners. You know, particularly man or woman, if you're having a problem 
uh, say with pornography or a, a weak area in your life. It don't have to be pornography. There could be, there's, we all have areas in our life where we're weak at and need to work on. And it's good to have that friend, a good godly Christian friend that we can come to. Say, hey, man, I'm, I'm really struggling in this area. You know, pray for me. Help me. You know, uh, I've got a good friend of mine. Uh, he lives in Chicago. We went to uh, Grace Seminary uh, together in Indiana when I was working on my doctoral studies. And uh, he has just been a, a real blessing. Uh, you know, I am, um, because I kind of relate to this, because I'm, I'm very closed off uh, when it comes to a lot of people. And I'm not with my wife. I feel like we're pretty, we have pretty open uh, communication. But uh, I don't, I'm really kind of standoffish uh, when it comes to a lot of people, because I, uh, growing up in the church, I've seen how my dad has gotten hurt over the years. So I, I don't, I don't really get close to people. I love all you people that are watching this morning love my church family. I, I truly do, but I, I, I purposely don't get close to really anybody in the church. It's just maybe it's a defense mechanism, if you will. So I don't really have any close friends. But uh, my friend Mark, um, he has just been a, a real uh, brother in Christ, and he messages me daily. He gives offers encouragement uh, and uh, prayer, and likewise, I'm always praying for him and his family and his ministry. Uh, he has a tremendous ministry uh, with youth, and uh, uh, he's just uh, a, a wonderful man of God, and think think highly of him. Uh, he's a veteran. Uh, he was in the Army, and uh, he's got a, a wife and a little boy, and uh, he's, he's been through a lot. Uh, his mother recently passed away, and uh, but, uh, you know, it's good to have somebody like that that you can talk to that offers encouragement. And that's what I, I'm talking to you, you ladies just as much as men this morning. You need to find somebody who's a good, godly Christian individual and uh, that you can go to and that you can encourage each other. See, that's one thing in this, this Christian walk here is that stone sharpens stone. We're lifting each other up. We don't need to be closed off. We don't need to seek out selfish gratification, if you will, uh, in other areas in this world. The world offers pseudo-gratification and pseudo-joy and pseudo-happiness, and it is fleeting. It is not lasting. The only way to have true joy happiness and gratification is through jesus christ alone and that's what we need to be seeking out we need to have that open communication between us and god that open communication between us and our spouses or our friends we need to have that out there and work together as a christian family and that's what always kind of bothered me with a lot of pastors they're so jealous of each other i've never ever understood that i'm thinking if we're all on the same goal to see souls saved i've never understood this competition between churches and pastors i i don't get it i you know to me it'd be like the apostles uh uh you know trying to uh compete against each other and and uh the disciples and you know, it, it makes no sense to me. I don't, I've never understood it. I told you, I sent almost a hundred letters uh, to do an abortion walk. Received one response uh, from one church, and you know, I just, uh, I, I just don't get it. I really don't. But um, uh, I like what this uh, says. This is um, I don't see what the name is. Uh, BibleStudy.org. It's called. So one problem with so many today in communicating with God is that we don't want to separate ourselves and think on the things of God and pray, but we will get answers for our prayers and we receive wisdom in the process. So we need to seek out that wisdom. Uh, that's one thing that God's Word says. We seek wisdom. God will give it to us liberally. But here's the thing, too. Uh, in verse 2, you know, we focused on verse 1 just a little bit here, but who, we'll read that again. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. 
he breaks out against all sound judgment. Again, this is Proverbs 18, 1, verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but in expressing his opinion. So a fool is someone who's not interested in learning, is not interested in growth, not interested in these things. They're more interested in, in foolish talk or uh, pleasing the flesh or whatever it may be. It, it is, it's taking their eyes off of God and putting their eyes on self. And it, that's one thing that we have to do is to continually grow in the things of the Lord. Uh, you know, we don't want to be foolish. And, and if you're not taking pleasure in understanding and taking pleasure in wisdom and taking pleasure in the, the things of God, then there's a real problem there. If you're more interested in expressing your own opinion than uh, understanding the things of God, then you need to go back and get on your knees in prayer and say, God, humble me. My opinion is not of any worth but I need to have more understanding of your word. And you know, it all goes back to again to that humility, being less of yourself, dying of self, being selfless, not selfish. And you know, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about a little bit yesterday last night, uh, of having that self centeredness, uh, that we do not have uh, have low self esteem and think we in fact we think too highly of ourselves. And so we need to go to God in, in all humility. We don't need to isolate and disconnect ourselves uh, from those around us. We need to make those connections. We need to make those connections with God. We don't need to be seeking things out in the world uh, to satisfy uh, the gratifications of the flesh, but instead we need to seek out those things that uh, gratify us spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And we don't want to be foolish, as verse 2 says, and take no pleasure in understanding. In fact, we need to do quite the opposite and take pleasure in reading and studying the things of Jesus Christ. And it takes discipline. It's not easy to get up every morning and read your Bible or, or whatever time of day you do it in. You know, I, that's when I prefer some do it before they go to bed, middle of the day, whenever. But as long as you're doing those things, to continually be in perpetual spiritual growth, and that's what this is about, is spiritual growth. Growing into spiritual maturity. That's a class I actually taught when we had our Bible college for a little while. And that's because of something that is, is vitally important to us as Christians is to continually be growing. And if you're not growing, then you're dying spiritually. And we cannot be stagnant when it comes to the things of God. That helps by growing, helps us have that firm foundation in the things of God. So, you know, this morning's message. Um, Sorry, I was trying to read what Jennifer wrote here. She said, I was, but didn't mean to take up all those rows. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Jennifer. But, uh, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, this message might have been a little more directed towards men than you ladies this morning, but I think it's something that we can all take from and learn and apply, uh, male or female. And remember, there are only two genders. Let's <laughs> have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us not to be foolish. Help us to always seek wisdom. Help us not to isolate ourselves from the world and those around us. Help us to make those strong spiritual connections uh, with like-minded believers. And Lord, help us to encourage and uplift one another uh, so that we can grow closer to you. To realize that we're not alone in this world and our struggles fact we are surrounded by so many who are fighting and dealing with the very things that we are and lord for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you let him pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose from the grave for me come into my heart and save me 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray as I pray every day for our nation's leaders and for this nation that they'll come to know you before it's too late. And Lord, uh, as I was talking about my brother in Christ, Mark Anderson, Lord, I do pray for him, his wife, his son, his family. Uh, Lord, I pray for his ministry. Uh, Lord, I do pray for our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Lynn and David Feathers, and Roger Winters, and Larry and Dinah Knight. Uh, Lord, I pray for the uh, uh, ladies in our church who uh, lost their fathers uh, over the weekend and that you'll give them peace uh, to deal with this loss and the strength. And Lord, uh, I just pray that you'll be with all those watching today and you put a hedge of protection about them and keep them safe and well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys, I mean, guys and gals watching this morning and it's always a pleasure and honor to get to get up and do this uh, each and every day and I appreciate the the support and you all watching as always if you don't do social media or don't want to do social media anymore you can always watch live on our website at flbconline.com and if you haven't already subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes free of charge but audio only listen to that as you're going out and about your day well my friends we are now coming to a close. Lord willing, we'll meet together tomorrow morning at 6.15. And remember, say it with me, live each day as if it were your last. Why? Because one day it will be. Thanks for watching and God bless.